Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. Sunday, December 13th, 2015, 10.30 p.m. Well, today was a lot better, but still holding its share of frustrations. Super frustrated right now. I feel like I fight frustration 27 times a day. Like when Norman mentions to Kayla that our family might go to Zambia next year when he and I have barely scratched the surface of that. I don't think I should get another infusion tomorrow. I look like a tick that is about to pop, and it makes me feel disgusting. And if I lower my dexamethasone to a quarter dose, I am super drowsy and have terrible pain. When I have bad pain, I worry that I will die soon. I am so tired of being miserable all the time. It feels so unfair that people get to live so effortlessly and squander their lives on pathetic choices while I have to work so hard just to live. And why this crappy disease anyway? It seems like everyone I know has success against it. My sister-in-law beat it with a diet, said one friend yesterday. Ugh, I'm so happy for her. Deuteronomy 12.9 For as yet you have not come to the rest in the inheritance which the Lord your God is giving you. And chapter 15, verses 7 and 8. If there is a poor man of your brethren within any of the gates in your land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient for his needs, whatever he needs. The end of seven years, there was a release of debts, and so it would be tempting to not loan in year six because you might not see any repayment of that loan. But, quote, you shall surely give to him, and your heart should not be grieved when you give to him, Because for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your works and in all to which you put your hand. For the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore I command you, saying, You shall open your hand wide to your brother, to your poor and your needy in your land. And verse 14, For from what the Lord your God has blessed you with, you shall give to him. I just want to say it is so remarkable on a day where Katie is ending the day filled with frustration, as she said, very tired, very much in pain, frustrated that other people seem to just be able to live and she has to fight for it every step of the way, that in one breath she expresses her frustration and with the next pen stroke she's writing out lessons from Deuteronomy. And then significantly, Her next entry is on Tuesday, December 15th, 2015. Dear Lord, 
Interestingly, Norman had an encounter with a guy at Kentucky Fried Chicken yesterday who was asking him for money. Initially, he waved him off, but then while ordering, he was convicted by you and brought the man lunch and then drove down the road and tracked him down and apologized for the way that he had treated him. The man said, you have no idea what this means to you, to me. And Katie quotes again from Deuteronomy, you shall open wide your hand. How rarely do I do this? It makes me think that I need to talk to Kayla about how to people asking her for money. There is a safety issue here, too. We are in Wisconsin, just Norman and I, to meet with the electrician. I saw Dr. Roland yesterday. That was Katie's oncologist. I did not get an infusion. I have gained seven pounds in two weeks, probably all of it fluids. I think they will siphon it off with a needle. I think it might be a culprit in my migrating pain, that and or the constipation that pushes on my ribs. Lord, I want to be healed so bad. I see how my bloating and constipation lead to irritability as well. I feel so much better or happier if I could just go. Our house looks amazing. I can't believe all they have done. But Norman and I realized it might not be done until later in February. We have had February 1st on the brain, and so now we need to adjust! Exclamation point. Wednesday, December 16th, the next day. Dear Lord, reading Luke 1, verse 2. Oh, excuse me, reading Luke chapter 1 and 2, Zechariah quotes from Isaiah 9, verse 2. I never saw that before. Cool. This is definitely my verse this year. I read Zechariah and Mary's responses, and I wonder if I am Zechariah. Mary reaches out and takes what is offered. Zechariah questions. I am Gabriel, said the angel sent to bring you glad tidings. Doubt. It seems too impossible, even though you are talking to an angel who is predicting a miracle. Everything you have said to me, Lord, points to a healing. Becky is practically engaged. That is something, by the way, that Katie had been praying for for our friend Becky, and yet I doubt. When do I say or write his name is John. Especially when I look at all that you have done. I just got back from Wisconsin last night. Our house, the lot next door, your mind-blowing provision. Sometimes it is harder to abound than to abase because I feel like abasing is what I deserve because my heart is deceitful and my meds make me feel dirty but you have caused us to abound in so many ways. The end of a very long day. Much fatigue, upset stomach, swelling, shortness of breath, a long time at oral surgery, feeling rather rotten, waiting for Tom's surgery to get squared away. Phew, for having that over with. 
I pray that he has a good night. He had his wisdom teeth taken out, by the way. He had a 7.30 a.m. final, no eating or drinking at all before the surgery, then drove home straight to the oral surgeon's. Thank you for his car. I found my breathing and swelling to be very scary today. What are these new symptoms from? Dr. Roland called me in, a diuretic. I am so tired from our trip to Wisconsin. I crashed this afternoon. Trying to get doctor stuff set up for moving, too. Norman went to Bloomington today and got his motorcycle. That was fun for him, but he is so wiped out, too. Andrea was in town tonight, and I had to say that we couldn't get together. Frowny face. Luke, one twenty. You will be mute and unable to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe in my words. Zacharias's unbelief did not keep the miracle from occurring, it just made his journey more difficult. Thanks for joining me for There Are Good Things Here. This is probably the last podcast that I will produce before this Christmas season, and so I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. I definitely pray that during this holiday season, as you reflect on Jesus' coming, on the scriptures like Katie was with Zechariah and Luke chapter 1, that you will truly find there are good things here, but sometimes you have to work to find them. Thanks. Thanks.